lift our hands and worship the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You may be seated. It's good again tonight to be in this meeting, to be in this service. We um, count it a privilege to be with God's people. Brother Hodges, Brother Stevenson. It's good to see Brother Price, fine district superintendent. We have a, a great deal of respect for. It's good to see him here tonight. Brother Jim Rome was out in North Carolina a couple of weeks ago. And uh, it's good to see him tonight, our good friend. God bless him for coming. And all the rest of you in the home missions, pastors and evangelists, those that are beginning new works, praise God. This kind of gets in your blood, doesn't it? Amen. Praise God. The work of the Lord is, uh, is marvelous, and uh, I'm glad tonight to be involved in God's work. There's a lot of people that are involved in a lot of things, but it's, it's a privilege tonight and a thrill to be involved in the work of the Lord. Praise God. And helping souls, and um, helping men and women to find God, digging people out of the rough, so to speak. And uh, I count it a privilege. Don't look at it as a hardship, but I look at it as a joy to be able to work for the Lord. Praise God. And I know you feel the same way, and so it's my privilege to be here tonight in your midst to worship the Lord with you. If you have a Bible, let's turn to the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 4. <clears throat> Praise God. I'm beginning to get a little bit used to uh, the uh, time. It came out Monday night in, uh, in uh, North Carolina. It's 25 to 12 at <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. So I'm beginning to adjust in a little bit on the, on the time now. Praise God. Three hours difference in Eastern Standard Time. Let's read from the book of 2 Corinthians, Paul's writing to Corinthian church, chapter 4. I'd like to read verse 13. We have the same spirit of faith, according as it is written. I believe, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. I want you to notice, particularly the latter part of this verse tonight, Paul said, according as it is written, <clears throat> I believed, and therefore have I spoken. We also believe, and therefore speak. Praise God. Tonight I feel impressed to the Lord to uh, talk about this for a while. The price or the courage of a conviction. <clears throat> the price or the courage of a conviction. Praise God. Paul was quoting here from the 116th Psalm, I believe, when he said, As it is written, I believe, and therefore have I spoken. He said, We also believe, and therefore speak. 
So Paul simply says here that we believe and then we speak. And in a day when there is a tremendous absence of convictions on the part of a lot of people, I feel that it's good to be among men of God and people of God that still have some convictions and hold them near and dear to their hearts. Praise God. I like uh, Pentecost. I love the old-time way, don't you? Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. And you know it's been said that he who stands for nothing will fall for anything. And I believe there's a, there's a great deal of truth in that. And if we don't have something to stand on tonight, we're going to be nothing more than a group of drifters. We're going to be nothing more than just a denomination. And we tonight do not want to fall in the category of just simply a denomination or a group of people that have passed this way before. Praise God, we're a part of the church of the living God. Jesus said to Peter, he said, upon this rock I will build my church. Peter had identified him. He said, I say that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus said, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, or upon this identification of my deity, upon this knowledge and revelation of who I really am, hallelujah, upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Whoa, hallelujah. And he said, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. I believe that God has given the ministry tonight into the hands of those who he has called. Hallelujah. And we still have a charge. We have a responsibility. And we have a duty from Almighty God to preach the word and to hold some convictions in this hour when many are falling by the wayside. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother Hodges made me to feel at home and feel welcome, and I appreciate that. And Brother Price and others, and uh, I'm going to preach tonight. I'm not running for an office. I'm just a home mission pastor, so I'm going to preach what's on my heart. Is that all right? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I still believe that God calls the ministry. Praise God. In the book of Acts chapter 8 is a story of a man that needed some help. And he was reading, but he didn't understand what he read. And uh, he said, the young man asked him a question, said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? Hallelujah, hallelujah. In Ephesians 4 and 11, the apostle Paul says that God has placed in the church apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry for the edifying of the body of Christ until we all come in the unity of the faith unto the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro with every wind of doctrine hallelujah but Paul said that we might grow up into him who is the head of all things even Jesus Christ 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe we need ministers tonight in the pulpit. Whether it's a church with 25 or whether it's got 1,500, we need some ministers with a convention that will believe and speak. Hallelujah. They will speak as the oracles of God and God will honor His Word. Praise the, Lord. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. So Paul said God placed the ministry in the church for the perfecting of the saints. One version says for the repair of the saints. Praise God. Sometimes they get broke down. You've got to repair them. We've been learning all day today about how to get them fixed up. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed every class. been tremendous. Praise God. I've got some ideas. I'm ready to go back to North Carolina. Boy. Hallelujah. I see a lot needs to be done. I'm going to try to do some of it. Praise God. But each one version says, for the repair of the saints. Praise God. One preacher said, maybe we ought to put over the front of our door a Pentecostal garage. <laughs> Hallelujah. We major, uh, we do everything for major overhauls, some minor tune-ups in here. Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's minor and sometimes it's major. But thank God for ministers. Thank God for preachers. Thank God for some folks that still believe something and they speak what they believe. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In 1 Peter 5, verses 1 through 4, the apostle Peter said, To feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I don't believe that means that a man has to get up in a bad spirit. And some folks think if you preach the truth, you've got a bad spirit. Hallelujah. I believe we can speak the truth in love. Hallelujah. And this world is looking for a positive message. This world is looking for that certain sound. They're hearing compromise every Sunday. They want something that's solid and concrete that tells it like it is. Brother, we've got the message. We believe and we speak. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acts 20 and 28. He said, feed the flock of God. It's among you. Over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers. To feed the church of God which he hath purchased with his own blood. Hebrews 13 and 7. Paul says, obey them that have the rule over you. He even says in 1 Timothy 5, 17 that an elder that rules well is worthy of double honor. Praise God. I still thank God for our ministers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I still thank God that we've got some that's got some convictions. Oh, hallelujah. And are standing for something. Glory to God. Let's lift our hands and worship. Hallelujah. 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 In 1 Thessalonians 5, Paul says to know them that, are, that labor among you and are over you in the Lord and esteem them highly uh, for their work's sake. Paul says also to Timothy in uh, 2 Timothy 4 to preach the word. And I love that. Preach the word. He said be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, rebuke, and exhort 
with all long suffering and doctrine. Hallelujah. A lot of folks say, I don't want doctrine. Friend, everything the Word of God teaches is doctrine. All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto every good work. Hallelujah. So Paul said, Timothy, preach the Word. Stand on the Word. He said, it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. We still need the preaching of convictions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot of folks is like that old colored preacher that got up. He went into a church and he'd been there three years. And this church was noted to change pastors about every six months. And he had been there three years. Some of his friends called him aside one day at a meeting. They said, Brother Parsons said, how are you doing? He said, this church never kept anybody hardly over six months. You've been here now three years. These folks have been known to be hard to get along with. How do you, how do, you do it? How do you manage it? And he said, ah, oh, it's not bad. He said, uh, I just put myself in neutral. And he said, any way they push us, I go. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that's the easy way out. Any way they push us, I go. <laughs> Hallelujah. And brother, believe me, if you don't have a backbone, somebody will push, I'll guarantee you. But there comes a time that God looks for a man who will stand in the gap, who will make up the heads, who will tell it like it is, that will say, sin is still sin. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. But if you go into a town, the devil says, and you don't know anybody, and uh, you don't have anybody with you, and you're wanting to build a church, and you're going to need some help, and you're going to need some finance, the devil says, if you preach the truth, they won't listen, so you just put it out there, a little easy message. That's what the devil says. Praise God. We've still got a message. Hallelujah, hallelujah. If they want a little simple, easy believism doctrine, they can stay in the Baptist church. If they want to walk the aisle and make a confession of faith, and that's all there is to it, then they can stay in the Baptist church. But thank God we've got a positive sound, a certain sound. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I went to Durham. I might not should have done it, but I got on the radio and I said, we're the world's largest Pentecostal fellowship. And Brother the Assembly of God uh, called me right quick. He said, I'd have you to know we're bigger than you are. I said, you're not Pentecostal. <laughs> hallelujah. He said, what do you mean I'm not Pentecostal? I said, I mean just what I said. He said, I believe in the Holy Ghost. I said, is that all that was preached at Pentecost?" I said, if I read that right, it said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. If you don't baptize in Jesus' name, you're not Pentecostal. You can't preach it halfway. we got to preach it all the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He got up in his church and he said, Don't Jesus only people are of the devil. And he said, uh, uh, some of the folks said, Well, why are they growing? He said, Well, it's inspired of the devil. That's why. Now, wasn't that a beautiful answer? 
He said, anything the devil's in, said, it'll, it'll flourish for a while. I've got news for you. This is not just a one-shot thing. It's going to be up today and down tomorrow. We may fluctuate a little, but thank God we're built on the rock. Mm, that rock is Christ. Hallelujah. And brother, he got possessed with it. Hallelujah. He got to preach a name in our church and calling my name from his pulpit on Sunday morning. And the more he called their name, the more they come over to see about it. Somebody come up to me and said, why don't you fight? I said, no, sir. Let him go. He's giving us good advertising. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let him go ahead and advertise. We baptize about 15 of his members. Some of them are Sunday school teachers in our church now. He's about to lose his Bible class teacher. And we're going to take every one of them we can take. Hallelujah. I don't believe in proselyting when it comes to truth. But friend, I'll take every Trinitarian I can get. I'll baptize them in Jesus' name. I'll teach them the truth of one God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. The first of all the commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Thou believest there's one God, thou doest well. The devil also believe in Pimmel. Brother, we've got a message that the devil can't tear down. We've got a message that will stand against the gates of hell. We can shout it. We can preach it. We can believe it and stand upon it. It'll stand its Hallelujah. How shall they hear? without a preacher and how shall he preach except he be sent hallelujah thank god that he's still sending oh hallelujah thank god that he's still sending i said thank god that he's still sending the holy ghost is still sending glory to god glory to god Hallelujah. When we went into Durham, got on the uh, radio the first Sunday. In fact, before we ever had a service, we had a radio program and, and invited folks to church. And there was a sinner man sitting at his breakfast table. And he turned to his wife. That first Sunday, I just kind of broke the ice. We wiping me, sang a little bit, and, and just invited him out to church. Never talked about doctrine the first Sunday. Kind of getting acquainted. And a sinner man turned to his wife, about 35 years old, and he said, That preacher believes what you believe. And for three years... She had quit the assembly of God and hadn't gone to church anywhere. She said, I want a preacher to baptize me in Jesus' name. There was nobody in that area baptizing Jesus' name. And she didn't know of anybody baptizing Jesus' name. But she said, I, I want a preacher to baptize me in Jesus' name. And her husband said, that preacher believes like you believe, Becky. She said, how do you know? He said, I don't know. I just believe it. Well, the second Sunday she came. Praise God. Well, now then she's baptized in Jesus' name and helping in our children's church. Hallelujah. 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 Brethren, we've got a name. Hallelujah. And I like what Home Missions is doing this year, Brother Rome. I like that name you're talking about. Hallelujah. Neither is there salvation in any other. For there's none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Brother, there's a lot of folks talking in tongues and going ahead and living like the devil. Hallelujah. But brother, the name of Jesus Christ separates the men from the boys. It separates the church from the world. Thank God for a name. A beautiful name that is above every name the name of Jesus let's all shout that name let's shout it again again hallelujah how many of you love that name tonight oh 
hallelujah. 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 I have a little article in the paper here that I cut out from the Durham paper the other day. And uh, some of you have heard of this uh, lady. Her name is Jeannie C. Riley. She's a country music singer from Nashville, Tennessee. She made a hit song on uh, Hyper Valley PTA. Well, here she stands with her haircut and her sleeveless dress on and her slacks. And she says, now then, I'm enjoying life because I've been filled with the Holy Ghost and I've found a new prayer language. I now speak in tongues. Praise God. I don't know how you feel tonight, but I feel like that's about as phony as a $3 bill. Hallelujah. I believe the real Holy Ghost will clean you up. Hallelujah. And she said, I prayed and God told me to stay in the movies. I prayed and God told me to keep on singing the worldly songs. But here it is. Friend, I don't believe it. I know it takes a little time to make a saint. I know it takes preaching of the word to perfect them. But the real Holy Ghost don't tell folks to sing worldly songs and stay in the movies. The real Holy Ghost says come out from among them and be ye separate, saith the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Last year, we just getting started and Brother Enzi came out. And he spent the night with us on Saturday night and preached for us on Sunday morning. <clears throat> and uh, on Saturday night, he was looking through the paper, Saturday afternoon paper, and uh, down at the Durham Hotel downtown, they had a charismatic meeting and uh, full gospel business men's fellowship. He said, let's go. Are you game? And I said, yeah, let's go. Praise God. And so we went. And they had it in the ballroom, 1,500 seats. It was every one full. And uh, we walked in, and I don't know how you brethren feel, and I don't know your feelings. But uh, right now, I'm up here, and I'll tell you what I feel. <laughs> Is that all right? Praise God. Brother Enzi and I walked in there and sat down, and they began to speak in tongues. And uh, I'd say 95% of the ladies had slacks on, and I don't believe in wearing slacks. <laughs> Hallelujah. And it disturbs my spirit that some of our churches are letting down on some of these things. It disturbs my soul. I've been in Pentecost all of my life. My daddy's a preacher. And uh, I, I, I've been taught, I feel like the truth of the Word of God, and I still believe it's an abomination for a man to wear a woman's clothes or vice versa. Hallelujah. 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 And some of our churches are saying pantsuits is all right. I don't believe it's all right. Hallelujah. We've got to have convictions. It may cost you a little bit. You may lose a few folks. They may go on over to the Church of God, our Assembly of God or Baptist, but brother, it won't hurt us. The ones we get will be true. They'll be genuine. They'll love God. They'll love the truth. They'll love the message. Hallelujah. And they'll make saints of God. Hallelujah. And so they had their slacks on. They all sleeveless dressed, some of them in shorts. Most of them with makeup. All the women had their hair cut. And so on. And they'd speak in tongues. 
And uh, I, I couldn't feel God in that place. I honestly, I tried. I, I went there open-hearted. Brother Enzi and I both, we talked about it before we went. I went there open-hearted. If these folks have got something, I want to see it. I want to I see it. Well, they had a man there from Florida, uh, pastor in a Southern Baptist church still yet, but he believes in speaking in tongues. So they flew him up there for the meeting. And he got up and preached for an hour. And then he and his wife began to lay hands on folks. And they'd reach out and touch them. And everybody would come up and get prayed for. They'd have four men standing behind them. And they'd all catch them. Every one of them would fall back. Every one of them. Praise God. And they had some men there to catch them. One old big boy went up there. He weighed about 300 pounds. I punched Brother Enzi. I said, I want to see what he does now. <laughs> and this woman reached out and touched him on the forehead. And they're grinning and laughing while they're doing it. I don't believe that's the move of God. Hallelujah. Them old hippies would go up there and they's having a time. They'd chew their gum and they'd laugh and talk in tongues at the same time. And it wasn't the Holy Ghost. I've seen folks laugh in the Holy Ghost. But that really wasn't the Holy Ghost laughing. It was just uh, a bunch of foolishness. It was playing church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may get some of them. And some of them may make good saints. But friend, I didn't feel too anxious of the Holy Ghost in that kind of a turn on. Hallelujah. That old big boy started to fall back and he was a little bit afraid. What if they're not there? Brother, if they're not there, I'm going to splatter on this floor. He started to, and he moved back. And finally, he cut his eyes around, and he looked back, and he saw they was there. And he started grinning and fell on back. And I said, Brother Enzi, let's go. And he said, Man, I'm ready. I've seen enough of this. And I walked out of there. Praise God. And I just happened to bring about 40 tracks on baptism in Jesus' name. And as I was going out, I passed all of them out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe somebody got a little something. But friend, listen, we've got some convictions tonight. Hallelujah. We not only believe in the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we believe in righteous and holy living. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. I don't believe the true Spirit of God can continue to move in a church that is cold and carnal and cold and lukewarm. The Bible said if you're lukewarm, I'll spew you out of my mouth. God said it makes me sick. It makes me want to vomit. Folks that are lukewarm, God's going to have a powerful church, a spiritual church, a, a holy church, and a church that's got convictions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Joseph had a few convictions, and Potiphar's wife tried to deter him from them. Praise God. But he preferred prison to an immoral act of ungodliness because he had some convictions. Hallelujah, hallelujah. John the Baptist had some convictions, and he lost his head over it. But he held true anyhow. Thank God, thank God. Nathan said to David, Thou art the man. It took a little bit of backbone to look David in the face and say, Thou art the man. But brother, he did it. He had some courage. God, give us men of courage, men of faith, men of wisdom, men of anointing. And I believe we're in the company of this type of men tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And I believe California is going to have a greater revival and a greater move of the Spirit because there's a Spirit of God in this place. And there are men who, are, who love God, who have convictions, and you're going to project that in your city. And God's going to honor it. I said God's going to honor it. Hallelujah. Peter said on the day of Pentecost, You have taken with cruel hands and crucified the Lord of glory. That took a little about bone to say that. He didn't say that. He, this is the same man that denied the Lord. And a lot of folks try to point to the time that Peter denied the Lord, and some folks never see anything but the bad in anyone, I guess. 
But uh, mark it down, that was before this man got the Holy Ghost. Brother, when he got charged with the Spirit, he said, You have taken with cruel hands and crucified the Lord of glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He had a message to project. He had a God to tell them about. Hallelujah. And he said, God has made that same Jesus whom you've crucified, both Lord and Christ. And they said, well, what can we do about it? Praise God. And he gave them the answer that we're still giving them tonight. Hallelujah. Don't you thank God for this plan of salvation? Don't you thank God for a born-again experience? I still believe we're born again of water and spirit, don't you? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Paul had some convictions. Jeremiah said, Oh, that mine eyes were a fountain of tears, that I might weep day and night for the slain of the daughter of my people. We need some more men like Jeremiah. Hallelujah. Even old Jehoshaphat recognized that uh, Micaiah had convictions. He said, No, I can't ask that man. He never prophesies anything good about me, but it's always evil. It was because he had an evil heart. Hallelujah. The man of God would not bend. He would not break. He would not compromise but he held firm and every one of you have seen the time that if you'd have let down you'd have made someone happy but in standing firm you made God happy and you felt good in your soul and the man that preaches the truth can lay down on his pillow at night and say God I've done your will hallelujah hallelujah back in the early part of the summer I was preaching on the radio on the Godhead, a series of sermons on the Godhead. And there's a Baptist preacher. Some of you may have seen it in the outreach. There's a Baptist preacher. And uh, he, he was listening. And one Sunday night after church, he drove 40 miles. And it was, of course, they got out earlier than we did. And uh, he drove 40 miles after church. And he, he come to the church door and almost everybody was gone. He said, where's the preacher? And some of them showed him me. And he said, I've got to talk to you. I've never seen him. I didn't know him. He said, I've got to talk to you. And I said, all right. I said, let's go in the office. We walked in there. He said, well, before I sit down, I want to tell you why I'm here. He said, you or me one is wrong. <laughs> Boy, that was a revelation, wasn't it? He believed in three gods and I believe in one. That's a long way apart. One. <laughs> he baptized in the Trinitarian formulas and I baptized in the name of Jesus. And of course, a lot of other things. But he said, you or me one's wrong. And I said, that's right. And he said, I come here to find out which one. And he said, if you're wrong, I wonder if you'd change. And I said, yes, sir, if you can show me by the word of God. He said, well, I come with the same spirit. He said, if I'm wrong, I'll change. But I've got to settle this in my heart tonight. He said, I've got to know something. He said, you've been stirring me up. He said, I've been hearing about the God. And he said, I never in my life heard uh, about uh, that there was only one God. I've never heard in my life there was anything but three gods and the Trinity doctrine. Praise God. One old preacher that follows us so near, he come on. He said, well, of all things, he said, I've heard everything now. He said, there's even men that don't believe in the Trinity. He said, I didn't know there was anybody that didn't believe in the Trinity. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, bless your heart. There are some people that don't believe in the Trinity. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And so I said, sit down. And he sat down and he said, let's talk about baptism. I opened the Bible and I said, all right, let's start at Matthew 28, 19. And his eyes flew open and he thought that's where I wouldn't start. Little old boy in our Sunday school. <laughs> Praise God. He'd been taught the word of God and the teacher read Matthew 28, 19. He was four years old and he held up his hand. The teacher said, what do you want, Timmy? He said, teacher, that's one verse we just don't believe around here. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. But we do believe that verse. 
Praise God. And he was surprised that we turned there. And I said, all right, let's read it. And he said, baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I went to Matthew 1, 21 and showed him where the name of the Son was Jesus. Went to John 5 and 43 and showed him where Jesus said, I'm come in my Father's name. Hebrews 1 and 3 and 4 said he got his name by inheritance. Praise God. Turned over to John 14, 26, where the Holy Ghost will come in my name. I said, Jesus said, baptize them in the name. And he jumped up out of that seat. He said, I've never seen that, but I'm ready. You've convinced me. Hallelujah. Glory. I said, sit down. I got some more to tell you. He said, Ann, I read him Acts 2.38, Acts 8 and 14 through 16, Acts 10 and 44 through 48, Acts 19, 1 through 5, Acts 22, verses 16. Hallelujah. And he was sitting there just a, a stomping and he said, I've got to get baptized. And I said, that's right. He said, that's the truth. And he said, I'll tell you what. He said, I'm going to go back to my church. I've been pastoring church three years. He said, I'm going to go back to my church. And he said, I'm going to preach it Wednesday night. And he said, I'll be back up in Thursday night service and have you to baptize me and my wife and said, maybe some others. And I said, all right. I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. He preached, he preached that Wednesday night in his church. And those elders and those elder men, they gathered around him and they said, we don't want that. We're not going to have that. And he said, everybody that believes what I preached tonight, come on. And he took three families and walked out and brought them up Thursday night. And we baptized him and his wife and three families. In Jesus' name. He's now started the United Pentecostal Church in Smithfield, North Carolina. Praise God. Last Sunday he broke his record. Every Sunday here recently he's been breaking his record attendance. And God is moving. Hallelujah. But friend, we've got to have some convictions. We've got to have something to stand on. Oh, hallelujah. 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 We got right in the nest of Trinitarians. Some areas Catholic and some Lutheran. We're right in the middle of a bunch of Baptists. Oh, did you ever try to work right in the middle of a bunch of Baptists? <laughs> Praise God. Once in grace, always in grace. Once saved, always saved. Yes, sir. Lie and cheat and smoke and drink and go to heaven all at the same time. Everybody's saved. I've only seen four men since I've been there wasn't saved. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I've only had four people to admit to me that they were lost. There's a bunch of them that they... <laughs> Praise God. One, one lady came to the door one day with short on and makeup, and she looked like old Jezebel II. And uh, I began to invite her to church. She said, no, thank you. She said, I teach Sunday school at such and such church right down the road. And I thought, sister, you need to be taught in Sunday school. <laughs> Praise God. But they all think that they're saved. And, and uh, so uh, God has helped us, though, and we baptized four or five. I believe it's four Trinity preachers since we've been there. We've got two new churches started off from them. For the bird, the Baptist preacher now has baptized two more Trinitarian preachers. They've started to work in Dunn, North Carolina. Praise God. And so God's moving by Spirit. Praise God. But I don't believe this is the age to give in, brethren. I don't believe this is the age to compromise. I don't believe God's brought the church right down here to the end time for us to fold up and give in and compromise and let down. Thank God we've got a message. Hallelujah. 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 Let's clap our hands for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In this age when men are looking for something, and I'm rushing to a close, men are looking for something. They're searching desperately for something that's real and genuine, something they can hold on to. 
Everything's shaky. People have lost confidence in our government. They've lost confidence in our churches. They've lost confidence in denominations that are instituted by mankind. They've lost confidence in almost everything that man has come along with. Hallelujah. And I say this is our hour to shine. Hallelujah. 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 And I believe there's one church that is not going to go the ways of the world. I believe there's one group of people that's not going to drift along with the tide. I believe there's one group of people, praise God, that's not going to just uh, let down all the standards and uh, let the sheep get out and the goats come in. Hallelujah. Brother Hodges, I still believe there's somebody that's going to stand on the Word of God in 1974. Friend, this church was bought with a price. This church was purchased with the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And for over 1900 years, the message of truth has been proclaimed. The the gospel of God has gone forth, and God did not bring us down to this hour to give in and let down. There may be a price to your convictions, but if you'll have them, God will honor them. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I read an article here the other day. It came in a paper, and it says, and this disturbs you when you see this. It said the obituary died God. 5 million B.C. to 1974 A.D. This is in a college newspaper. God died of natural causes at his home in heaven, a small suburb of hell. Famous for his amazing six-day creation of the universe, the big G as he was familiar known. Never lived down unfavorable publicity. He received over a 2,000-year-old adultery case involving a Hebrew woman, which resulted in the production of a half-breed child named Jesus. This appeared in a college newspaper. God is survived by his son, full name Jesus Christ, who had returned to his father's home after a wide and largely unsuccessful political career on earth. This, too, had been a major disappointment to God. Jesus was reported to be off on one of his 40-day camping trips and is apparently unaware of his father's death. God's large household staff has been preparing for the end for some time now, and it is expected they will try to carry on without him. That appeared in one of our college newspapers. There's a lot of searching in this generation. And then we come along and I cut a little article out of a paper from Dr. John R. Rice in The Sword of the Lord. And this is what he says. He was speaking on baptism. He said, baptism, and I quote word for word, doesn't change the heart. It just gets the outside wet. That's what it says. And so people are looking to religion and religion is failing them. They're looking to denominations and denominations are letting them down. They're looking to men who should have the answers, but they don't have the answer. They're looking to the clergy that stands behind the pulpit every Sunday morning, and the clergymen do not have the answer. The Catholic Church four weeks ago come out, and when I was in Fort Scott, Kansas, I told you about last night, they showed me one of the Catholic periodicals, and it says that the Catholic Church now accepts and endorses homosexuality. Friend, what kind of a day are we living in? We're living in a crucial hour. Hallelujah. We're living in an age of giving in, letting down, compromise. This is an hour for God's ministers to stand up as never before. Hallelujah. With a positive message, with a clear note, with a certain sound, we can get in the pulpit and be optionized by the Holy Ghost and say, this is what God said. Hallelujah. This is not about right. It is right. The Word says it. God declares it. We've got a message. Oh, you may lose a few friends. Somebody may not like you. But God will honor it. Hallelujah. There was four or five churches that started fighting us instantly. Immediately when we went into Durham. And I'm not saying this 
for any other reason than to show you can't fight against God and win. One of them pastored a large Baptist church, Garland Jacobs. He had a heart attack and had open heart surgery and he's never been able to preach since then. Another one pastored a non-denominational church and he began to fire ads in the paper against us, calling by name. He had a heart attack. Reverend Detweiler, he hasn't been able to preach one time since then. One of the other men that fought us real hard, Trinitarian Pentecostal, he fought us hard. Well, he ran off with another man's wife. And we got four families out of his church and baptized in Jesus' name. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not wanting somebody to run off with somebody else's wife. But I was glad to see the people obey God. Hallelujah. But a lot of people are being hoodwinked. The wool's been pulled over their eyes. But oh, brother, this is our hour. Thank God for home missions. Thank God for seminars like we're in tonight. Thank God that we can sit here all day long and get something that'll, that'll work. It'll absolutely work. The things we've heard here today will work. Hallelujah. His brother Price and brother Rome and brother Abby and all these others were teaching. And brother Hodges, I said in my heart, thank God it'll work. This is not just a shot in the dark. This will work. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got a message that'll tear down the strongholds of the devil. We've got a message that'll tear down tradition and uproot it. Praise God. We've got a God that's with us. And if God be for us, who can be against us? The devil would like to put doubt and fear and unbelief in our hearts and say, you can't do it. But we can do it. And there's some people that's waiting for our message. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, there's some people that's waiting for our message. Oh, glory. There's some people that's waiting for our message. Glory. Hallelujah. One preacher in North Carolina told me right after I went there, I was looking for a building. And uh, I'd been there about five weeks and I couldn't find the building. And I was getting upset. And I talked to him. He was an official. And I, I said, man, I, I'm desperate. I need a building. He said, oh, don't get excited. He said, it may take you five or six years to find a building. And I looked at him and I said, five or six years? What do you mean? He said, well, we've had some ministers come out here and said they stay three, four, five, six years before they find a building. I said, my Lord, friend. I said, the church probably be in heaven by then. What are we going to do about that? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother, if you've got a conviction burning in your heart, you've got to tell it. You've got to preach it. Glory to God. There's still some street corners and shade trees around. Dear Lord, I'd preach on a street corner under a shade tree before I'd wait five years to get a building. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Brother Rome, I know what it is to start in the storefronts. And brother, it leaked. I'm telling you, every time it rained, we had to get a bucket brigade out. That's in Missouri when I started the church. We had one old woman, 69 years old, and her afflicted daughter coming to church. And that was it. Lock, stock, and barrel. Praise God. But we had church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God began to bless that old storefront. We had a stove over in the corner, and you'd freeze in the winter, and you'd burn up in the summer. But the Holy Ghost began to move in that place. Praise God. Praise God. After two years, God gave us the property and built a building and left there with over 300 Sunday school. Listen, God has not despised the day of small things. Hallelujah. You may say, Brother, go there. I haven't got but a dozen. That's all right. Lift up your head. Throw your chest down. And say, God sent me here. I'm going to do it. I've got a conviction. I've got a message. I've got a God. And the God that sent me is not going to let me down. God has not destined us for failures. We may not all have 500 or 1,000 in Sunday school, but we've got a work to do. So I started looking for a building. I was desperate. 
And I was standing down on the street corner one Friday afternoon about 4 o'clock. I checked all the banks, savings, loan, pamp. And uh, none of them would loan money. They all said, uh, how many members do you have? I said, none. <laughs> well, they just, I don't know, them fellows are funny. They don't like to loan money to churches that don't have any members. <laughs> well, what's wrong with them? Well, I was desperate, and the Holy Ghost spoke to me and, uh, and said, uh, go in. Security savings alone, I asked for the money. Well, before this, I didn't know what was going to do about a building, and I was praying. And I told my wife, I said, we'll fast and pray until God gives us a building. I drove every street almost in town. I'd look for store buildings, storefronts, school, anything, anything. Brother, it don't matter. Just place that church. I've heard folks say, oh, my location is bad. It may be, but brother, if you'll get a big enough fire going, they'll come on the back side of town to see it. And so on Friday afternoon at four, the Lord said, walk in security savings alone. I said, no, Lord, I'll give it God. Because Mr. Burwell Allen, from uh, the place where I bought my house when I went there, he had already talked to the manager. He was a good friend to him and recommended me. He had checked me out from my reference in Missouri, and he recommended me. And the man said, don't let him come over here. We won't loan the money. And Mr. Allen had told me that, and so I argued with God standing on the street corner. But God said, go in. Hallelujah. And I walked inside and I said to the lady, I said, I want to speak to the top man. Hallelujah. I figured if I was going to mess it up, I might as well do a good job of it. So I just said, I want to see the top man here. And she looked at me like I was crazy. You know, you just don't see the manager just uh, about 15 or 20 men salesmen besides secretaries all over, three or four floors high. And I said, I want to see the top man on Friday afternoon at four. And she said, do you have an appointment? I says, no, ma'am. I said, but I want to see the top man. I've got to see him. She said, well, I'll go see. And I was praying, praise God. And she come back and she said, he said he could see you momentarily in about 15 minutes. And I said, thank you, Lord. Praise God. So in a few minutes, here come Mr. Brock. And he called me in his office and he said, what do you want? I said, I want to borrow some money. And he says, I begin to talk to him. And he says, uh, aren't you the fellow that Burwell Allen sent over here and, uh, and told me about? And I said, yes, sir. He said, uh, Mr. Godell, I've done already told him. I couldn't loan you the money. Praise God. And I said, but standing out on that corner, the Lord told me you'd loan it to us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Pray. He said, well, sit down and we'll talk about it. He said, how many members of God? I said, none. He said, you mean to tell me? He said, I've never done that in my life. Loan money to a church without any members? He said, who is it? I said, my wife and me and two children. And we began to talk. He said, well, preacher, I'll take the application, but I don't think they'll pass it. Well, to make it brief, they did pass it. Hallelujah. And we got the building. And God is in it. Hallelujah. Friend, if God be for us, who can be against us? Oh, brother, whether it's in San Francisco or Los Angeles or a little town out in the desert. It's God's will that there be a church there that preaches the truth, that lifts up the name. It's God's will. Hmm. Hallelujah. If we've got a law for God, a law for 
for his name and offer his truth. We've got convictions embedded in us. God is going to work with us. to you. The devil's a liar and the father of it. He's a defeatist, a discourier, a, a discourager, a destroyer. He'll put you down. The devil lie to you. <laughs> when, uh, when I went in town, in the back of my mind, the devil says, you see, we had a church and God, we'd seen God move and for ten and a half years we'd went from a storefront to a beautiful building three-bedroom parsonage paid for in an annex building, some church buses and so on. We didn't have a saint in the church with television. I don't know what your feelings are on television, but I'm... Hallelujah. I don't mind telling you how I feel. I don't believe in it. I never have believed in it. I never have had a television. I never will get a television. I don't like them. Hallelujah! And the devil put it in the back of my mind. Now, when you started in Missouri, it was ten and a half years ago, and television has become more prominent, and everybody's got them now. Almost everybody had them then, but everybody and his brother's got one now. And the devil put it in my mind and said, you may even baptize folks, but they won't get rid of their televisions. That's what the devil told me. Hallelujah. And I recognize that same old devil is the one that has talked to me before. That please around, you know, we're not ignorant of his devices. After the devil talks to you for a while, you kind of get accustomed to his voice and you can spy him. You got your spiritual radar out and boy, you can detect him coming in. Amen. When he's getting ready to attack, you know it. You're getting all set up, get your defense set. It, set. And I said, devil, we'll have a church and folks will get rid of their televisions. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 Praise God and brother. After we was there about three or four months, about three months, we had a first family to get rid of a television. I said, you see there, devil? There's one. <laughs> Hallelujah. I said, now, devil, you just keep watching. There's going to be some more. After a while, there's two. 
after a while it's three after a while it's four hallelujah I preach television out of every house I can I believe it's a sin I don't think it's just a little bitty uh, thing you know well uh, it'd be nice if you folks would kind of get rid of them I believe it's a sin to have a television hallelujah 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 I believe they defeat you they tear you down I believe it's one of the devil's biggest tools and weapons against the church in this hour it's detrimental to spirituality hallelujah hallelujah went by a boy's house last Saturday and he was carrying his out the door I just baptized him a few days ago in Jesus name and it thrilled my heart out the door he come with that big old colored television I said hallelujah ha <laughs> oh, devil you're a liar we don't have anybody in the church that we use in any way at all that's got a television brother we still got a message we've got convictions we got some convictions
don't think I would be out of order. I would like to see a commitment to the convictions that we have held so dearly to our hearts in this good old United Pentecostal Church. <laughs> I feel the Holy Ghost here. I would love to see pastors and evangelists, ministers, to step out and let's gather around the front of this building in a commitment to God to hold the traditions that our fathers have delivered unto us. These precious truths that we dare not let go. Let the wives come after their husbands if they would like. Let's commit ourselves one more time to God. Hallelujah. To hold the convictions. Hallelujah. never been one to compromise with evil and sin. Neither does he want his ministers to compromise. The prophet of old told us to make sure that we sound a clear sound, that the people would know how to assemble themselves for battle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. As the prophet tried to prophesy against the people of God, he couldn't do it. So he injected them with a little false. He got them to marry the heathen and turn God against them. Hallelujah. 
And I tell you how I feel. The scripture says, holiness, holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. You may think it's old-fashioned, but I don't. I think holiness is up to date. From long dresses and long hair on the women and short hair on the men. Television out of the home. Hallelujah. No way, shape, or form. Brother Price, I thought, hit a point this afternoon. He said, God chose the foolishness of preaching. Didn't say the foolishness of seeing, but the foolishness of preaching. You have to hear. It's not what you see, it's what you hear. Someone said the scribes and the Pharisees stood at Calvary and saw, but they didn't believe. You have to hear this gospel. We don't need television. Oh, missionary, you can preach against television. Hallelujah. You can preach that the women put away their, their pants suits, put on a long dress, let their hair grow out. Oh, missionary, men will cut their hair. They're wanting that strong voice of solid convictions founded upon the Word of God, and they'll do it. Hallelujah. I believe truth's going to prevail, brother. <laughs> We're winners all the way. <laughs> hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Gates of hell shall not prevail. He'll do everything he can, but he can't prevail. We're marching as a mighty force. Don't let anything break our ranks. Don't let the devil trick us up. Praise God. And we're going to win the battle. Hallelujah. Let's sing it. Of course, the church is moving on. Hallelujah. The church is moving on. You help me. Oh, the church is moving on. see a beautiful parade around this whole auditorium. March, hallelujah. Wave those handkerchiefs and let the devil know that here we come. Hallelujah. The church is moving on and then we're going to be dismissed. I'd like to march around this place a couple of times tonight. Somebody lead out. Brother, go there and lead this parade tonight. Hallelujah. Yeah, that way. Let's go. Oh, the church is moving on. Oh, hallelujah. 
to the mountaintop we'll rally we'll raise our banner high and wave it in the sky oh, the church is moving on oh the church is moving on We'll rally, we'll raise our banner high and wave it in the sky. Gonna sing and shout and praise the Lord for the church is moving on. Church is moving on. Oh, hallelujah. is only as strong as as its leaders can you say praise the Lord church is only as strong as its leaders and you know who the leaders are it's you pastors home missions pastors it's right this thing will be just as strong as we want it hallelujah we're a link in that chain Praise God. I'm glad for this kind of preaching. Hallelujah. Stirs me all over again. Praise God. Like to hear a good, strong, solid voice. How about you? Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Praise God. They've been trying to tell us the church is backslidden for years, but she's growing, brother. <laughs> she's getting stronger. She's healthy. Yes, sir. This is not a sick body. No, don't you ever forget it. I believe it's a strong body. God's going to have that strong voice in the end time. Praise God. I feel good tonight. Hallelujah. Anybody can preach after that one. Hallelujah. Couldn't you? Oh, yes, sir. Well, I believe it was the will of God to have Brother Godair here at this seminar. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's not dismiss. Let's just disperse. Come back in the morning. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.